Eric, man, how you doing, sir? It's been a while. Uh, good to catch up. What is going on in your sort of corner of the insurance world, man? Um, Joey, yeah, it has been a long time. Um, yeah, so things things are going well. Um, we actually officially launched our product in January of this year here in the U.S. market. So, uh, yeah, very exciting times for us and our company. So uh, excited to be here in, in the U.S. And, you know, it's it's interesting. I, I I think back to like kind of when we first kind of connected. I believe we met briefly at Elevate uh, 2019 in New Orleans. Maybe I think you told me that. I don't remember that happening. Maybe we, did, maybe we didn't. Um, yeah. But it's been interesting to watch your kind of journey into the space over you know the last year and a half or so. And I'm I'm just kind of curious, like what's what's that been like for you? Um, you know the you, you know being in the management business, the management system business. What has that kind of been like, you know, your experience kind of overseas, but bringing it to the States and, and trying to do something that has been traditionally frowned upon, might be strong words, but something that has yet to be fully embraced across the board. What what have you seen as being kind of the most exciting parts of that journey? Yeah. So maybe a good way to start would be, let me you know, backtrack a little bit for some of the listeners so they kind of understand our, our journey prior to getting to the U.S. market. Um, and then I'll talk to you about the U.S. market and elevate it, it, their role uh, in our development. So um, a little bit about the company. We are kind of an early stage insurance technology startup. We've been in the, the space for about six years developing very large custom agency management systems on Salesforce um, for some of the larger uh, players in the world. So companies like Aon, Marsh, Hyperion. Um, and we did start our international expansion probably about two years ago um, with the investment of Salesforce Ventures into our company. And, you know, we started expanding and I think we're now into 16 countries throughout the UK, Europe and Asia Pacific. And yeah, it was about a year ago uh, in January where we decided to come into the, the, the U.S. market and really, really interesting process when we hired some of the, some of the best strategic advisory firms and research firms, companies like Salent, uh, Forrester. We worked with a great company called SMA that focuses on insure tech to kind of give us advice and guidance on, on coming to the U.S. market because we really didn't know a lot about it. Um, but it was actually the, the elevate uh, conference that really solidified our strategy here in the U.S. Um, what we saw there was was really kind of eye opening. We saw, you know, I think it was what 800 or so. How many you know agencies yeah. were there? Yep. Yeah, 800. And I sat in the back of that room um, and you know watched all the presentations and went into the workshops and, and watched all those and talked to these agency owners. And it was just really amazing how how much the the U.S. market was really desiring a, uh, a technology, really, to, to scale their businesses. And they really didn't know where to look, right? They were asking all these questions like, you know, what is an API? You know, wh- you know, how do I get this? I want to incorporate this technology or that technology, or I want to provide the, the lemonade experience for our customers. And uh, they just didn't really know where to go. And, and that's where Elevate was really trying to help everyone out and guide them in the right direction. And so, you know, for us, I just literally left Elevate and went back to Israel and said, guys, I know what we're going to build. We need to build this technology for the U.S. market um, because they need it, right? They, they know that, you know, these agents of the future, which I really would call the Elevate people, the agencies of the future, um, they know they need automation. They know they need AI, digital marketing and data analytics. They know all, they need all this stuff. Um, they just don't know how to build it and they don't have the skill set in house to build it themselves. 
And so that's what we set out to build. And that's what we spent all last year building for the U.S. market. And so uh, really it's an interesting journey to get us to where we are today. Yeah, you know, and that's one of the things I, I remember we kind of were, were were riffing on this type of conversation a while back. And one of the interesting things that, you know, I was always excited about was, you know, everybody says they want to put, you know, all of this stuff into a management system. And management systems try to do and be all things to everyone. But they either build something that is just a light version of, of a better tool that exists or, or they just they just really kind of it's not it's not robust enough. It doesn't get the job done. You know, where have you kind of seen the ability to bridge that gap into actually delivering something that is going to be as maybe in depth as, as what, you know, tools are, you know, dedicated tools outside of management system world. What, what have you kind of found in that research and, and kind of putting all those pieces together? Yeah. And it kind of goes back to um, our, our history of building custom solutions, right? And so we had a lot of tools um, in our platform uh, for building these, these large solutions for these global agencies. Um, and so when we came here, we really wanted to make sure that we took the open architecture ecosystem approach to develop custom solutions uh, for agencies. And so we took the best of what we had globally, um, all of the, the processes and the automations that we, we, we've used for years. And we said, okay, well, let's now listen to the agencies and say, you know, what is it that you want? Well, how do you want your agent to operate? What are your processes? How can we make your processes better? And then we leverage the power of Salesforce and, and the open API architecture, our open API business policy, which is uh, a big differentiator, right? A lot of companies, AMSs actually yeah. do have the architecture, but they, they've decided from a business perspective, they don't want you to connect to anyone unless they decide that, right? And so, you know, we are able to, to mesh both worlds of custom solutions and architecture plus the power of the ecosystem and incorporating really cool technologies out there. And you'd be surprised these agencies come to us and say, Hey, Eric, you know, I heard of this company. I've heard of that company. Can you put that into our system if we build this with you? And the answer is yes. Like that's what we're here for is just to, to be their technology partner. So we kind of have mixed both worlds, right, of, of custom architecture and an open ecosystem to do that. I don't know if I've ever asked you this question directly, Eric, but I'm curious of the answer is, you know, what do you think the, the fundamental difference is between those philosophies, right? I mean, you know, I would imagine there's a business case for it, but I mean, you know, that, like that open, like you said, that open platform, that open architecture, that connectability. I mean, why is that something that it's easy for you guys to get behind? I, I think it, I think it really just comes down to, um, the generational thinking, right? Whereas, you know, look, I, I've been in technology since, well, she's worked, started in Silicon Valley in, in 1993. And, and we had a, a thought process or a mentality then. Right. But the way that, you know, companies build technology today with that approach, it is a belief system. It is a belief that you're not going to be able to build um, the best of breed and everything. Right. And we know that. Right. We really focus on delivering a core system that's as good as it can be. Then we customize it and then we allow the, you know, the rest of the world to pick whatever they want. Um, the old, the old way of thinking is a closed ecosystem. We want to create the business relationships. We want to benefit from those business relationships and we're going to tell the customer what they are allowed and what are not, are not allowed to, uh, to incorporate. And I guess it just goes back to, yeah, I think belief system and, and 
the way of thinking, right? It's the, the old world versus the new world. They each have their place, right? Um, I, I think we're just going in a different direction these days. Well, because there's, I think, a fine line sometimes because, you know, somebody in your position, right? You've seen a lot. You've done a lot. You, like you said, you've worked with the, you know, the biggest of the big companies in the space. So, I mean, you obviously have some sort of authority and, and, and being able to make a, you know, recommendation or in some case, a, you know, like an order, like saying, Hey, listen, this is, this is probably best, you know, best practice for you to do something like this. But, uh, do you have, have you ever, I don't know if you ever thought about like this, but I mean, is there, do you guys think about that delicate balance of saying, listen, we, we have a ton of experience and we might recommend you to do this or we've seen better results with that versus, you know, again, letting agents have free reign over it. Do you, do you, do you view it as a balance at all? Uh, absolutely. And I think every conversation we have with uh, our prospects are, are different, right? We have some that are so focused, they're so technically advanced that we feel very comfortable about letting them tell us what to build. Right. Because they know it. They're just looking for the right platform and partner to build it on. Right. Um, and they are not getting that with their current AMS. Now, there's other organizations that we've talked to that, you know, they're very clear. And I had a conversation with one yesterday and they just tell us, hey, we don't know what we don't know. We're looking for you to tell us that. And in that case, we'll say, OK, yes, here's how you should build this automation and flow to help scale your business. Here's a technology that you should use to uh, for web forms or for a portal or for AI based SMS. We'll guide them you know, down that path. Uh, so it is kind of on a case by case scenario. Um, we don't really kind of sell a product per se. Uh, we really want to be a technology partner for uh, agencies, and then we just give them all the tools and the people here to to help build what they want. Now, where are you at again? Looking, being having that scope of across you know technology in the industry, I'm I'm curious if there's you know something that you feel a small you know medium agency should um, be using more frequently than, or at least a technology. Uh, an integration, of, you know, you could say a platform, but what is it that you've seen uh, from the Aeons and the Marshes of the world that, you know, there's something there in, in what they want you to build and, and that they have available to them that, that should, shouldn't should be um, so unachievable for the smaller guys? Like, what is that thing that they should be looking to adopt a little bit from that end? Yeah, that's a great question, Joey. And I don't think it's one technology, but it's a, uh, let me give you a good example of a, uh, of an automation that, that includes a series of technologies that we've incorporated. Um, so we have a client globally um, that every year they do 10,000 or so renewals, right? And, and prior to the technology that we incorporated, it was a very manual process. Uh, you can only imagine how many people are on the phones and sending emails every month to do that. Um, so we took a few of our core technologies. One is AI-based SMS. Um, automations, right, which are inherent to what we do is building systems and processes through automations and uh, dashboards and data, data analytics and reporting. And we put all of those together to build a system or a process just for renewals. And basically, you know, 30 days before an automation triggers, uh, 30 days before a renewal and automation triggers, we automatically send out an SMS to the contacts on record. The SMS is AI-based, it's, it's robotic, and it engages in conversations with the client, understanding if they want to renew, make changes to policies, et cetera. And all of the responses are then uh, sent back to uh, a dashboard so the executives can follow on a monthly basis um, what's happening, you know, with the renewal rate, how many are left to renew that particular month, et cetera. Now, this organization 
um, of those 10,000 renewals that they do per year, 45% of those are done without a human, without human intervention at all. Right. And that's not unachievable at all. That's literally just having a conversation with us and understanding how do you do renewals and how can you do that? All of the technology is readily, readily available. It's inexpensive today. It's just a process of just setting it up. Right. Um, and so it's those kind of conversations that we like to have with our customers in terms of, you know, here's what we've learned globally. You should try it. Right. And it doesn't cost you very much at all. Yeah, is that something that now you're able to turn into like a push button solution for, you know, all other agencies? Absolutely, right? We've already built it. We know this the process really it's just a recommendation and if they want to 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 do build something like that, I mean, you know, it's literally it's a very very simple integration for us and it's all you know, part of our core platform. It's just a customization um that we do for agencies. Yeah, and and that's like you said it's those it doesn't sound overly complicated, you know, in theory, but I'm sure there was, kind of, you know, obviously, you know, a lot that went into it on the back end. But that's that's stuff that, you know, agents have been clamoring for, longing for, possibly pining, you know, for years. Right. And, and it's just how do they put all of the different pieces together um, to execute that, even if they don't have 10,000 you know, clients, even a thousand, two thousand or three thousand is something that that's dramatically going to improve their kind of productivity and effectiveness. Right. And for us, it's, it's just all almost all in-house technology. Right. So dashboards and data analytics, that's core to having one system versus multiple disparate systems. Automations, that's just building, you know, having an AMS that's built on a modern architecture. That's very easy to do. Right. We can even teach our own clients how to do it themselves. They don't need us to build automations. Um, and they the AI-based SMS that I just talked about, um, well, that's a Salesforce integration from the App Store, and I think that takes about 30 minutes to download and install, right? So the, the game has changed, right, from it, the, the way the old world, you know, used to build technology, right? Imagine being able to go into an App Store and decide that you want an AI-based SMS, search it, download it, and in 30 minutes, it's implemented into your system, right? And I think that you know, the more that organizations move to these new types of platforms like Salesforce-based AMSs, um, they start to see the power and the potential that their agency really has by, uh, by you know, not limiting themselves to older architectures. Yeah, I mean, simply because you're dealing with, a, uh, you know, when you talk about the platform, right, you're dealing with a, an entire world full of people that are contributing and then allowing, you know, organizations like yours that have access to it versus an organization that's trying to build everything in-house. I mean, they just simply don't have, regardless of the size of the company, they don't have the manpower or, I guess, in a lot of cases, the imagination to compete. Right. Yeah. So I, I'll just give you a, a good example, right? Just just e-signatures alone, right? That's a very simple technology for us today. But if you look at one of the largest companies in the world that does e-signatures, which is what DocuSign, they have 3,000 people, I believe, globally focused on one thing. Which is e-signatures, right? Yeah. So, right. So, yes, we 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 focus on one thing, which is you know building the insurance intelligence that sits on top of an amazing platform called Salesforce, and then we look for best of breed, um, you know, to incorporate either through the open API architecture or through the app exchange or store. Um, and yeah, then the ultimate solution is 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 the best of the best for our clients. Yeah, and best of best is something that we have rarely thought available in the insurance world. I guess, you know, we always kind of felt second tier or maybe third tier, depending on, you know, your, your location. <laughs> um, why do we have such a maybe a defeatist attitude is not maybe the right word, but uh, we always kind of maybe 
just succumb to this mindset that, well, we're behind or we're, we're this or that. Why, why? I mean, obviously there's history that kind of supports that, but at what point should we start not feeling that way? Well, well, we were very surprised coming into the U.S. market, uh, what we found as well, right? Having, having worked in, in 16 countries throughout, you know, the rest of the world. And there is a lot of history here, right? There is, there's legacy. There's, you know, Accord and there's Ivans and there's things that have been around for a long time. And there's agency management systems that have really were built, you know, 20, 30 years ago. And, and ripping the bandaid off those things are hard, right? I, I don't blame, you know, an organization for not trying to make a transition because, you know, business continuity is important. Um, but, you know, I, I think that the, the ones that are on the forefront of technology and, and again, a lot of the people that are listening to this podcast are those people. Um, you know, I think once they, you know, take a deep breath and say, let's do this. And they make that transition and never look back. And I, I think it, it's just that it's, it's uh, ripping the bandaid off. And, um, you know, there's also the difficulties in, in, in making a transition, you know, just years of data. We, we get that conversation a lot. Right. And, and, yeah. and agency management systems, perhaps not, you know, being helpful in helping them transition from one AMS to another. Right. From our perspective, you know, we're very clear on this policy is that your data is your data. And should you ever want to leave us, then, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll help you if we didn't perform our job and, you know, happily give you your data. And I think that that's that's something that, that we would really hope that the rest of the industry would also adopt. That's something that has been quite a battle cry over the last, you know, 12, 16, name your amount of months of of something that has kind of maybe become, a, you know, a moment where it's like, hey, this this is something that we should be paying more attention to. The one thing that I, I I find you know curious is that even though people like you mentioned are paying attention, they they want to do something. In a lot of cases, though, it's sometimes you know the desire is 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 outweighed by just the circumstance in terms of what they are able to actually get buy-in for in their agency. You know, maybe you've got somebody that's on the up and coming in the agency but doesn't have quite you know the full control yet. Obviously, management systems is is one of the you know more uh, difficult conversations to have, you know, it's the thing that just you, 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 you put it into your agency and it's now it's grown into every corner and just the thought of trying to remove it is, is really absurd. Um, what, have you seen anything in terms of helping agents figure that out a little bit better? Um, in terms of, you know, the transition, is that what? Yeah. I mean, just the idea of, you know, getting buy-in, uh, where to start? It's such a daunting task. Uh, you know, where to, I mean, because like you said, is it's, you need to one, want to do it and then, then to actually execute it. It's an entirely different thing. But, you know, like you said, the, the easier the companies make it, the better. But I'm sure you've seen a whole bunch of stuff along the way. Right. Well, I, I think it, obviously it has to start from the, the top, um, for it to, uh, you know, really, you know, gather momentum. Um, but, you know, it's the agency owners that we've talked to that have seen the industry change. The, you know, five years ago, the, you know, the, the greatest asset an agency, an independent agency had was the ability to provide great local service, right? But customers' expectations have changed. And, you know, now customers want much more, right? They want technology. They, they want everything online, 24-7 on mobile. Uh, they want that same customer experience that they get from Amazon and Uber. And because the 
the independent agency market didn't react fast enough to this changing requirements. It opened up the door for these insure techs that are literally you know, coming in just with pure technology. This is my world, right? They come in with pure technology to, then the thought is they're going to displace agencies and bypass them all together. Uh, so it's, it's the, the owners and the CEOs of these agencies that recognize what's happening at a strategic level that say, times are changing. It's time for me to move on. And then once they make that mental decision that I have to be part of this new generation, um, then, you know, all those obstacles go away, right? Because, because it's the business, it's the business strategy that, that says, okay, we are going to have to embrace technology, uh, to compete in this new landscape, right? Against, you know, even carriers are getting into the space with the direct to consumer, right? And so they're the, the, the agency owners that say, you know, we're going to have to embrace technology. We're going to have to embrace automation and AI, um, to scale our companies faster and more efficiently, especially as margins continue to decrease. Uh, we're going to have to, Embrace digital marketing as an example, uh, to acquire new customers faster and cheaper than we ever have before and, and embrace tools like self-service portals where, you know, you can reduce your support costs and still give a great customer experience. And so when the CEOs of these organizations understand that, um, then nothing will stop them, right? They'll make it happen at the organization. And so that's, that's what we need to see is those owners to, you know, for the light switch to come on and then, and then things will flow. Yeah, it's flipping the switch or even finding it in the first place. I guess that is the, the ultimate challenge. Uh, now I'm curious on what your thoughts are around the speed of pace. You know, there's, there's sort of, you know, like you said, like we've maybe been very slow to react before, but even now, like how, like how quick can we be to adopt new things? I'm always looking, I'm always interested in, in pushing, you know, the envelope in terms of, you know, if you think it takes a week, how do you make it take a day? If you think it takes a day, how can you get it to take an hour? Um, you know, where, where is your sort of uh, barometer in terms of the, the, the pace in which we should be adopting different things and, and, and agencies moving at, you know, these days? Well, in terms of uh, technology adoption, I, I think um, we, we all have to understand that adopting technology is a disruption to your business, no matter how you look at it. Right. Um, the hardest one is your agency management system. Um, and so we recommend organizations to really kind of to make decisions to move on to a modern platform. Uh, but don't, you know, bite off more than you can chew initially. Right. Let's get, you know, get you onto a modern platform and open API architecture. Let's get systems and processes and flows built. And that'll take you, you know, six months. And then, you know, maybe, you know, once or twice a year, you know, add a technology that you can incorporate into your flows. Right. Um, you know, again, maybe AI based uh, SMS or maybe you want to build a portal next or, you know, those kind of things. But, you know, we have to we have to be realistic that that technology does impact you know business processes. So not too much, but, you know, don't not do anything. Right. That's the concern where, you know, the, the fear of, you know, this this will take too long or disrupt my business too much. Then they don't do anything. And that's what, you know, certainly we wouldn't advise. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the that's the least desirable outcome of the whole thing, right? Um, yeah, I mean, I think I think too the other the other important message on the, on the flip side of all that is, you know, I think sometimes people get overwhelmed with the idea that they're not doing enough. You know, where the light the light is burning too bright in some cases. I mean, I think this is maybe the exception, but I, I know I know plenty of agents out there that are like this. You know, they become obsessed with the idea that there's there's something more. 
But just slowing down and realizing, like what you said, listen, you know, two, maybe three new sort of things into the mix every year is a pretty steady pace to keep you effective and, you know, really gaining traction with it, but yet still staying kind of ahead of the curve. Absolutely. I mean, I last year myself building my own uh, internal systems and technologies uh, just for me, not to our customers. Yeah. Um, I incorporated three technology platforms last year. Um, and that was, that was a bit, you know, and this is my background, right? And it was quite, it was quite a yeah. bit and I was starting from scratch and I didn't have to, you know, I didn't have legacy systems. Um, so yeah, I think that that's probably the max that you would want to get to. So, all right, two more questions, Eric, for you. And, you know, you're already kind of standing out pretty far out on the edge of, of where things are going in the industry, but I'm curious, you know, what do you think is next, right? For somebody that maybe is on, you know, a, a decent platform that is open, that has the abilities to, you know, kind of be nimble and agile. Where do you think the attention should be focused on next in terms of maybe that thing that they should look to add next, you know, next quarter or whatever it is? Well, <laughs> that's a, that's a great question, Joey. And then I don't think that there's any one technology. I think we've, we've, talked a lot about the ecosystem and the, the power of so many amazing technologies out there. And I think it's really what's um, where your business is at today, right? Some are far more advanced. One of the things that I, I just, I just love is, you know, AI based SMS. Um, it's a, it's a nice transition from, you know, your traditional, you know, SMS platform. If you haven't used that, I would, Obviously, recommend something like that. Um, but yeah, I got I to gotta tell you, there's just, just a lot, a lot of cool stuff um, happening out there. But really, considering where most agencies are at today, um, you know, they have a long way to go before they really need to start looking into cutting edge technology. Um, there's just so many. Uh, there's so many uh, different avenues that you need to build out into a proper system that works uh, both for inbound um, and outbound in, into your uh, your system. And then literally spirals like, you know, you could have you know, 10 technologies uh, sitting off your uh, AMS. Right. And, and most uh, we may see two or three at this point. Right. With most agencies. So, yeah, we most have a long way to go. Well, I appreciate the thoughtfulness, Eric, but I was asking you to be selfish in terms of, you know, where your head's at, you know, I mean, just a little, like, what's what's going on in your brain? Because, you know, we all have these things that we are, you know, excited about or paranoid about or just can't wait to get to. And I'm curious, you know, like, as far as on the individual level, what, what you know, is on, you know, what is bleeping the, the, the brightest, I guess, on your radar? I think that makes sense. Uh, the brightest. So I, I'm a I'm a sales and marketing guy. Uh, I'm a big fan of a lot of the 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 sales and marketing technology platforms that are out there. Um, I've been leveraging uh, what's called intent data. Um, I've been doing a lot of account based marketing and making sure that you know obviously my CRM is the foundation for all that. As obviously we're Salesforce. Um, and there's just some really, really cool stuff out there from a sales and marketing perspective um, that if I was an agency owner, I'd be thinking about, you know, how do I drive new business, uh, find clients out on the Internet that are actively searching for what I'm selling. Um, and I'd make sure that I'd have be laser focused on on finding them and getting them to be my clients. So for me, the hot stuff is sales and marketing automation technology. That's that's what I like. 
Well, we can certainly agree on that, Eric. That's for sure. We'll go, uh, we'll go, uh, you know, have a hug and play some kumbaya over that one. But uh, last question, um, for you, sir. I'm going to give you a magic wand. We've, we've talked about a lot of things that, that exist, don't exist, that we're hoping to exist. But if you had a, a magic wand per se and you could change one thing that you have yet to been able to kind of get your grasp on in the industry that you think will kind of exponentially propel, you know, you, the industry, whatever forward, What's that thing that you're changing to kind of really unleash the floodgates? It's the interconnection of the ecosystem. That really is it, right? Um, there are lots of legacy things that are happening um, you know, between carriers and agency management systems that um, you know, once, once we can get an alignment to connect everyone together, the power of all of the data that's out there, uh, the ability to send data back and forth between, you know, uh, agencies between um, their customers between carriers between technology partners um, you know I really hope that the US insurance industry will uh, understand that and you know let's all work together to make that happen because you know it's, it's really crazy that the US insurance industry from what we've seen globally is probably one of the laggards in the world and uh, it, and it shouldn't be right we're the US and, and so you know, I hope that that happens and we'll, we'll certainly spearhead anything that uh, that will benefit that uh, that end.